0: Thank you, and uh, thank you for joining us on what is a very special Two Tones edition. This is not episode number twelve, Tony De Bolfo, but the Hall of Fame edition.
1: Football's night of nights here at Carlton, Tony, and isn't it delightful to be, you know, amongst the ghosts of the theatrical world here at the Athenaeum Theatre on Collins Street.
0: I tell you, there is uh, more than enough legends tonight to go around. It is the induction, as we said on last week's show, the induction of uh, three great Carlton players, sorry, four great Carlton players into the Hall of Fame and the elevation of a legend. Now, Tone, we have teased everyone who listens to the two tones. Can we tonight or now announce... I think we can... Who it is who is going through to legend status?
1: Well, we can reveal exclusively here, Tony, for all our our loyal listeners, that the great Sergio Silvani... Awesome. ...is now a legend. What's he ever done
0: for the Carlton Football Club, (laughs) Tony?
1: What what an icon of the game he was. The man that probably um, resulted in um, half of Italy getting behind the mighty Blues from that period of time in the immediate post-war years... When he has told me himself to be Italian in Melbourne after the war, you kept your head down. Yeah, I can imagine you did. But what a what a, what a, great, um, a, a great honour for a great player, a great servant of the Carlton Football Club. Jill uh, Best and Ferris player, captain of the Carlton Football Club, two-time premiership player, basically did it all. And, um, you know, uh, the old man's concreting business uh, didn't do him any harm. He was as yeah. uh, strong as a mallee bull and... Um, Used to bounce off him. And, of course, part of that famed following division, Nichols, Silvani, Gallagher. None that, better, Tony.
0: That's without mentioning the three generations of the club that... Uh, the Sorry, the three generations of the family that have pulled on yes. the Dark Navy Blue.
1: Oh, it's, it's an incredible story. And, and the clan is out in full force tonight. I've seen Rita in the foyer. Awesome. I've seen Stephen and Joe here. And, of course, the boys, Jack. Uh, ben, Tom are all here as well and, in, and Stephen's sisters, I bumped into Lisa Silvani earlier and it's lovely to see them all
0: Well that's fantastic, now speaking of uh, the great multicultural uh, contribution to AFL, VFL tonight we honour uh, a couple of other great servants of the camp football club. And I, for one, I mean, I'm 46, so I'm absolutely thrilled by two of the names because I got to see them play repeatedly. They got the benefit of my wisdom from the out <laughs> many times and don't <laughs> like to think it helped them on more than one occasion. We're talking, of course, I'm just going to mention these two names and then you bring home the other two. Mil and Scott Camporelli or Camporelli let's get it right.
1: Camporelli two Italians uh, getting on it tonight, Tony, yes, which is lovely true. to see. And um, yes, and the other two, of course, we have Ian Robertson, um, three-time Premiership player of the Carlton if Football Club. Mind, 68, 70 and 72. Uh, they are three good ones, Tony. And of course, Jack Rout, who perhaps you and I didn't even get to see, um, yeah. you know, a long time ago, Jack Rout ran around for Carlton, member of the 38 Premiership team, but... The pacifist to the bull in the China shop, who was Ronald Albarassi, as chairman of selectors, yeah. um, Rout was um, a magnificent tempering influence to the fire and brimstone uh, um, servant who was Ronald Dale. No easy task, I would have thought. No easy task. An interesting story about Jack Rout is that he kept that position as chairman, at least in name, until mm. he died. And he was on his deathbed and still a Carlton chairman <laughs> right. of selectors. That's loyalty for you.
0: Oh, I tell you, it's yep. like the old Woody Allen <laughs> joke. He said... Uh... <laughs> <He's>... We've just bumped <laughs> into <a> Mark... <laughs> Murphy, he's
1: put me off my game here. Showing us his
0: hand there, and no helmet, no helmet. No, no No? shaking with excitement. I think the news
1: that. uh Rebecca Judd is carrying twins. Well, what about that? And, yes. of course, we've just bumped into Scott Campariale tonight with the twin boys over from oh, Adelaide. It's, uh, it's an embarrassment of It's an b- embarrassment of Riches. We've got a goal to goal over there, Tony. I'm, I'm, I've already pinched them in round one, 2038. <laughs> I've got to be there to see them all.
0: We will be there. Don't worry about that. And,
1: Tony, you might I just say that there are 73 current uh, inductees to the Carlton Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. 77 with the four new inductees this evening, yeah. and Sergio Silvani makes 13 legends of the Hall. So 13 men who who were in the Hall of Fame that have been elevated to legend status and most of them are here.
0: Okay, and uh, we are also inducting Rebecca Judd at this rate, too. Religion to <laughs> status, I will insist upon it. Yeah. And um, don't
1: forget Campos Misses either.
0: No, no, she had great work from her, too. <laughs> Milam Hanna, can we just talk about him? The number 13, uh, just a, a looming, menacing presence on the wing. He was a 95 Premiership player and born in Lebanon. How's that for a story? Amazing
1: story. I, I can remember talking to uh, to Mill about this, Tony, uh, not so long ago, and, and he, he telling me that all he remembered of the old home were the smells of Lebanon, you know, the, yeah. of the teas and the, and the, and the aromatic herbs. And, yeah. and that, that was a prevailing memory for him um, and I think he still benefited from that years later in the Princess Hill where he lived because oh, yeah. Mrs. Hannah was a renowned cook and half of Carlton used to go around there after training to yeah. sample her tasty morsels, Tony. I, I so, so that was a great, that's a great story, Mill Hannah's story. You know, settled in the Carlton area, yep. was uh, born in Lebanon but a local boy in many respects. You know, he, he effectively walked in off the streets but Mill was a great junior player. So his connection with Carlton has uh, transcended the 200-plus games that he represented the club in. Um, It goes back to the thirds, you know, uh, those early days. It it may even go back as far as the Bert Deakins scholarship squad.
0: Sorry, Tom, but didn't he have a a crippling injury in his first game? Well, it it was at VFL Park against Hawthorne, if memory... serves to
1: Tony and he did the knee Same in the first quarter. Same
0: that got Luke Sullivan, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I think it might have been. Yeah.
1: And he, I just remember him leading out and just uh, the knee gave way and it effectively put paid to his year. So uh, that would have been, I'd say, 86 for memory. Yeah. Um, and uh, a hell of a baptism of fire for mm. him. You know, round one, first quarter, uh, just goes to show how fickle a game of, uh, the game of football can actually be. You know, it's uh, an uncompromising game, Tony. Yeah. And Mill had to come back from a long way early into his career, in fact, in fact at the very start of his career. So, um, you know, there, was, there were no... Here he is now. Oh. Here he is now. We are just talking about the great All man. Right. And he's, he's moving beautifully after doing that knee uh, in round one, 1986 mil, wasn't it, at VFL Park?
2: Oh, yes, yes.
1: That's, uh... Tony just asked whether, it, in fact, you went over on the same patch of turf that claim Rhino, uh, Luke O'Sullivan, uh, in that game
2: out there, what, a year or two later? Wow, Tony, that's unbelievable! You've, no one's ever, no one's ever actually brought that up. You know what? Have I have I gone past this statutory period there where I can actually sue the AFL? Yeah, no, I, no, I, I, you I'm, can still I, do it. You I can my, still do I it. I actually You're, may it
0: now. Being elevated tonight restores any legal right you have to sue. It's true. I'd never thought of that. I'm a jailhouse lawyer, Mel. Okay. Now, <laughs> can, can I can I pay you a compliment of sorts? My mum is a mad Hawthorne supporter, and one player that made her blood boil more than any. And this is... Remember, this is the year that we won 20 out of 22. This is when Carlton were, were unstoppable. We were like the Ebola virus. One player that she hated most out of that premiership team, hated slash loved slash respected, was you.
2: Wow. Well, I don't know how to... How to <laughs> respond to that, right? I'm just going to... Um respond saying, "I really appreciate the, the love bit of that, that <laughs> combination." Yeah. Mill,
1: Mil, um, First of all, congratulations on being I- inducted into the Hall of Fame. You may be aware that only seventy-three players in the history of the Carlton Football Club have been so honoured. Uh, you're going in
2: tonight. Um, what does it actually mean to you to to be honoured in this respect? Uh, you know, Tone. It's you know been, as I said, a little kid from Brunswick, and you know been born overseas, barricading for Carlton, and than playing all those years and then bringing up those statistics and look at some of the guys in that in that group. And these guys I absolutely idolised as a kid, absolutely idolised. So it's hard really to describe, put in words to you know, I'm in that company now, so it's unbelievable. All power to you. He, he's so
0: emotional that he said to me before he joined the podcast tone that, anybody who listens to the Two Tones podcast just has to come into the Fitz on Brunswick Street and it's a free meal if they mention the Two oh, Tones. What, Can you given. believe, Mill is he's still giving to the cup?
2: <laughs> this, like, always, 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 mate.
0: Um, your greatest memory at the club, Mill? I mean, uh, that's, that's probably, a, let's say, an obvious question, but it was such a storied career. It was an amazing career. Mm. What strikes out, uh, what stands out?
2: Ah, oh, look, the obvious one, obviously, is, is the uh, 95 yeah. premiership, and that stands alone. Um, but, you know, I do cherish the the times with the boys, you know, that, 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 that time, you, you just can't replicate it mm. in this now, you know, you never get a situation where you're with your best mates three or four times a week and mucking around, you know, all that kind of stuff, so... You know, that kind of stuff is is just priceless. Mm.
0: Did you get a lick in at the brawl, the 95 brawl? Somebody went near um, Ange and uh How right was it? Cooter materialised no, out of nowhere and it was a melee. No, no I didn't. You didn't. No. No. It's so disheartening. No, no. He was yeah. heading
2: up the races for replenishments. Yeah, he was thinking no, about no, the I third he quarter. Was. Exactly. He wasn't worried yeah, about that. Well, wouldn't have made, it would have been a bomb that went off, I wouldn't have noticed, <laughs> I don't think. You uh, were focused, Bill. That was a exactly, thing, That yeah, yeah. was And
1: And when you reflect on your time, timing is everything, isn't it? You know, you, you talk about. I mean, having, happening to leave your country to start again, fresh in a new world, you know, the Great Southland not only that, but then to be at, at, at the Carlton Football Club at a time when the planets aligned, and I know, you know, we, we talked about that setback
2: with your knee, but but it worked out, it worked out for you and it worked out for the team. Absolutely you know, I mean, you, you sort of played, I played in a, in a golden era of success at Carlton, and even years where we didn't win premierships, we were successful, we made finals and um, and there have been some great players who've played in the last sort of 15 years at Carlton and unfortunately just didn't enjoy that success and take nothing away from those players. You know, they played their, their hearts out. But, you know, in a different area they could have been multiple premiership players.
1: And, and Mill, you're loyal to a fault. We still see you in the rooms post-match doing interviews, mm-hmm. you know, and you're always there. You've had an opportunity now to see the Carlton model of 2016 under Brendan Bolton. What are your observations of where the
2: team is heading where it's at right now? Um, it's probably the first time in about I'd say six, seven years that I, I feel really confident about the direction they're heading and I was mentioning the other day to someone that I think their form has been better than the scoreline suggests and particularly mm. in some of those games so um, you know it, it'll it'll take time but I think they may do what the Bulldogs did say three years ago where the Bulldogs finished very low and then had an incredible improvement the following year. I'm hoping that that's what will happen next year. So, really excited about obviously this year, but particularly next year.
1: And and of course the the other aspect of this is that it seems that the the, the people that are making the decision on Carton's list are under no illusion where the team is at is at, and they know what's, what, what it will take in terms of the influx
2: of new players, playing personnel, to the pieces of the jigsaw sort to of get the puzzle right. Yeah, I mean that that's you know you spoke of it before about the timing, and I think on the other end of the timing. Is the actual correct selection of players, and and I certainly think, by the looks of those players that have come through now, compared to you know some of the players I suppose over the last fifteen years, probably didn't really quite fit in Carlton's future in their mould. You can see these guys are going to have a serious impact mm-hmm. at the club. Mm. I know you so. love
0: wettering. You were you were talking about him and Errols in the Errol yeah. interview. What excites you about him, apart from the obvious? Look,
2: I. I I coach my son's under 15 team and I see boys, and the one thing that stands out between the really elite boys and the other boys is composure. Mm. Composure. A guy's just got composure and he just knows what's going on around him, doesn't rush it, he reads it. He, you just can't teach that. I don't mm. think you can teach that. Mm. Right? Mm. So when you've got that, that is just, you know, makes the difference. Mm.
0: I'm going to ask you two short questions here because we have to wind it up, Milam Hannah. Um, uh, your premiership medal and your number 13 jumper, where are they? Where do you store them?
2: Uh, premiership medal is in my walk-in robe in the m- miniature premiership cup.
0: Ah, okay. There we go. Nice. And the jumper, where do you nice. keep that?
2: The jumper is, is under my bed <laughs> and I use that if I've had a big night out and my, my <laughs> wife wants me to put it on with just the jumper on. Just the jumper.
0: Thank you for that image, so. Bill. Okay, if there was a ball team of the century, we know Barry Hall's Barry Hall would be in it. You'd be in it. Maybe Nathan Jones, Mick Martin, Juddy, Gary Ablett Jr., Andrew Jarman, Paul Chapman, Peter Matera, Nigel Smart. Would Kevin Bartlett qualify?
2: I, I don't think he would. Okay. I don't think he would. All I right. think... I think the combovers yeah I yeah. think it if, doesn't he, work, if it? he'd actually cut the comb over yeah. and then he had just the bits on the side he may have qualified it. all right sorry KB right. you're all not right. there. Not in but <laughs> he certainly would have got in all right. you know? well
0: congratulations mill thank thanks. you for joining us on the two tones. Thanks, thanks boys. We'll see you later on mill tone this is just I'm like I'm like a pig in mud here this is awesome Scott camp rally being elevated tonight congratulations thank you yeah, no, real honour. Now, you've come over from Adelaide and you've brought the wife and the kids. That's, this is a, You're committed to this.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a huge honour and it's a, you know, it's a big uh, moment for me, I guess. And uh, I guess what we do forget in footy sometimes is the people behind the scenes. So it's obviously a great opportunity to share this moment with them. Um, my boys weren't, don't remember me playing as such, so it's a great opportunity for them to sort of engage in the footy club again, which we love.
0: I guess uh, a question that Tony DeBolfo is probably not going to ask you... You played for Carlton, obviously, Essendon, you've coached
3: at the Crows. Who do the kids barrack for? Uh, They're definitely, uh, well, they've got a soft spot, obviously, for Adelaide, because being around the players all the time. But uh, we actually came back uh, about 18 months ago. Um, The kids, the boys especially, wanted to go through the Carlton rooms, and we got it organised, and uh, they got presented with a couple of 16 Guernseys, so... They love Carlton. Um, I've obviously got some memorabilia around the place and I'll always be a Carlton player and so will they all.
1: That's what we want to hear. It probably leads so nicely to the next question, Scotty. The premiership medallion and the number 16, guernsey. where have you got a? Well,
3: well, it's in bubble wrap at the moment <laughs> because we've, uh, we're building a house at the moment. So it's in bubble wrap, but uh, we've got a bit of a man cave going on. So right. I'd like to dust it off and uh, put it on show absolutely I, I reckon it's still fit so you're in pretty good shape yeah well yeah I just can't run anymore mate so <laughs> I've got to watch the intake yeah, than the output, yeah. yeah
1: and Scotty you were here last year if memory serves for the 20th anniversary reunion
3: of the of the yeah. Green Final Ken Judge was there that yeah, night yeah he was yeah no that was a that was a fantastic night like to uh, I guess uh, time goes quickly mm. um, and everyone goes off and once you leave the footy, uh, the footy club, and everyone's got different interests uh, and family and business, um, but what the club did, uh, you know, particularly Parker and Sharon McCoy got the club um, down there with just the support staff that were during that year and all the players. Um, yeah, it was an outstanding night, and it was it was literally like being back in '95 again.
1: And and you look at '95, I mean, you you couldn't have scripted better personally or collectively. I mean, it, yeah. it was an unbelievable no, year. No, it? it was.
3: I mean. I think life t- timing, you know, in a lot of things in life, and uh, you know, my timing was uh, impeccable, I guess, in terms of being able to get drafted to this club and uh, and then break my way into the team, and obviously, to play in a premiership team was uh, was unbelievable. For
1: all the all the success of of that year, is there a is there a moment or, or a memory that stands out for you more than any?
3: Um, personally, or as a team. Either. Or um, well personally, it was obviously the first game against Collingwood, you know, 88,000, I think it was, at the MCG. So you sort of dream about those things as a kid uh, and then moving across and making the sacrifice. So that was a big day. But uh, look, I can't pinpoint one thing, but, you know, just to be involved with the guys that played in that year, I mean, I, I, was, you know, I was a small percentage, but to play, you know, with Kernahan, Bradley, Williams, Hannah, Silvani, I mean, mm. You know, that's an unbelievable era to play in, Mm -hmm. Um, and I was lucky enough to be a part of it. So, yeah, I used to sit in the change rooms and look across before the game and think, jeez, I'm actually playing with these guys. So every week was a buzz. Sorry,
1: Tone, taking off your Adelaide hat for one moment, um, you've probably had a chance to look at Carlton and, uh, you know don't need to tell you how tough it's been these past 20 years or yeah. so. It's unbelievable.
0: Chatham House and, rules uh, here, Campo. Yeah. yeah. Are we on the <laughs> right track,
3: Scott? Look, I, how look, are, you, how so. are you assessing it? No, I think so. I think, well, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you've got to get talent in. And obviously, one of the things of uh, the draft and teams, I guess, botting them out, you get opportunities to get great talent in. So, um, And it's great to see what SOS is doing, bringing in, you know, young talent, um, which a lot of those guys will go through together and hopefully play 10 years and 200 games together. So um, really like the look of the team and the balance. They'll keep adding year after year, and, and all those younger guys that are getting drafted, they'll get, um, they'll get experience, you know, which is important.
0: Um, a lot of people might not know this about Scott Camporeale but he's a member Camporeale he's a how is this? one of the most frustrating things no, in the world okay. to go through life no. with two pronunciations no, okay. of your there's the Aussie version okay. and these Italian oh, cool. yeah. well, speaking of Italian you're in the Italian VFL AFL team of the century yeah. now you don't actually get selected for this tone they just make you an offer you can't refuse <laughs> well, that's how well, you I can had a bit to do that with you.
1: that selection of that team too. so i have be did, very did very careful really?
0: and we have got a couple in there too I think
1: Fev made it and uh, I think the Silvanis made at also, yeah. so it was very, very well represented, yeah. and uh, I, I would, st- I would, I would set that team against any team—the Indigenous, the Greeks included. Forget oh the rest. Oh my God, it
0: was what a lineup! But how did Kennedy make it in there? There was
1: grandmother. S- uh, sorry, his mother's father. His mother's yeah. father was Italian-born. Okay, would you so, accept
3: that as a proud Italian skank, <laughs> well, uh, Scott Camporelli? Well, I have to accept it, but it sounds like you only got to drive past Logos <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you get the opportunity to get in. <laughs> now, we we have
0: often mentioned on the Two Tones podcast. We, we love to dwell, maybe it's me, but we love to dwell on a grave injustice, and that is, of course, the Rising Star Award that you didn't get. Criminal. Uh, you lost it to Nick Holland of Hawthorne, and as compensation, Hawthorne got a free.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, don't talk about that.
0: No, um, I would imagine you don't, you don't dwell on it the way we do. No,
3: nah, well, I mean, at the time when everyone's talking about it, you think about it, but... At the end of the day, I won a premiership. I couldn't care less <laughs> about, you know, uh, an individual honour. Um, we play this game for those uh, team uh, accolades and the premiership. Um, and, yeah, like people still talk about it now. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, Geez, we, don't stiff forget. That we don't We <laughs> don't forget, Scott. Um, which is nice. It's <laughs> nice to hear. We
1: um, haven't had much joy with it because Mark Murphy missed out. He had the collarbone break in his first yeah. year. Yeah. And then yeah. Cripps missed out to, yeah. Yeah. to um, the Melbourne Blake last oh, year. Hogan, Hogan, wasn't it? Hogan, Hogan. Thought,
3: yeah. 20, you know... 24 games out of 25 in the premiership might have got you there. Might yet, have mom? got you there. Might have got <laughs> yeah. you there. There are
1: taskmasters down there. there. Yeah. It yeah. is unbelievable. Anyway. We might have Wiedering this year. Yeah. Wiedering no, might be absolutely. the one that finally breaks the duck for us. Yeah, but, um, yeah you would hope. hope but you hope. as you say, Scotty, who cares? You've got that's the premiership right. and yeah. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you just, um, I mean, my memories of that year and that day are so clear. What I mean, I would imagine maybe even after the final siren, you might not even recall that. Was it just like a two-month blur?
3: What's, you're, you're a young man, you've virtually got the keys to the city, you've won a premiership. Well, I was I was uh, I just turned twenty, uh, and it was. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't a huge drinker at the best of times, yeah. but to go on a two two-week bender with the likes of sticks, it wasn't ideal for oh, me. Yeah. Um, so by the end of it, I had a shaved head, I had two colosaurs. Uh I was run down, I actually got, had to go back to Adelaide just to get out of the place, just to calm down, so, um, but yeah, unbelievable experience, yeah, but uh, awesome. We can relate to the thing. shaved head,
1: of course, Scotty, uh, yeah. it was the best haircut i would ever got in the middle of the bar at Norton's, right. Norton's, but good fun, yeah. I think we've been wound up. up,
0: Scotty, see you in there, no fantastic worries.
1: to see you here in Melbourne tonight, well done mate, on, on being elevated Thank to the you. hall, and. We'll Thanks see you later much. on. you here,
0: here. Thank you. How thrilling is that? You turn up, you speak to just great footballers of the Carm Football Club, and you just
1: have a yarn. It's magnificent to see football royalty in the house tonight, Tony. And they're all here. They Let's really make no are. mistake. You know, it's great to see them all flooding into the joint. And uh, I think it's a positive sign that uh, not only this team, but this club and its people are on the up. Oh, yeah. You, know, you can feel it. You, you can, can, feel, it's it. Yeah, I, I can yeah. feel it in the air. Yeah, I can feel it my bones.
0: Yeah. And we love that. And what better reason to keep listening to the Two Tones because we will chronicle the amazing journey that will be 2016 at the Carlton Football Club. Thank you for joining us on this very special edition from the Hall of Fame. Uh, The inductees, we of course congratulate them again. Mil Henness, Ian Robertson, Jack Rout and elevated to legend status, the great Sergio Silvani. We love his work. Catch you next week on the Two Tones.